Thank you so much to Reverend Hato and to the whole HAB community for helping us to rekindle this long-standing tradition between our congregations. And as the Reverend said at Temple on Friday, um, one of the first things that I heard when I got to Jacksonville was about this beautiful partnership. And um, due to COVID, it paused, but I think it's amazing that each of us gets to do this together for the first time as we continue to forge our sacred community. And I think in a time of such polarization and divisiveness, it's really so lovely that we can share a weekend together and be together in worship. So we're so grateful to you for having us and looking forward to many more years of sharing community and worship with you all. A long time ago, there lived a king who was getting older. He wanted one of his three children to succeed him as ruler, but he did not know which one. So he devised a test. He called his children into his room and told them, under the palace is a big empty room that is never used. Each one of you will have 30 days to fill the room with something. Your goal will be to fill the room to its fullest potential. Whoever fills the room the most will become ruler when I pass away. The oldest was given the first chance to fill the big room, and she thought, why don't I fill the room with stones? After all, there are big stones and small stones, and if there are gaps between the big stones, I'll be able to put in the smaller ones. So she called her servants and she told them to fill the room with as many stones as possible. They went out in the mountains and they gathered all the stones of different sizes that they could find. Soon the 30th day came and it was time for the king to check the room. He was very happy to see how full the room was. Of course, there were still some spaces between the rocks, but it was mostly full. And the king said, even though there are still spaces, you did a wonderful job. So the room was emptied and now it was the second child's turn. He also had 30 days and he decided to fill the room with feathers. So he called his servants and they collected all kinds of feathers from many different birds. The 30th day came and again the room was full. The king came to inspect and he said, you did something smart and you worked very hard, but there are still spaces that probably should be filled. Now that the king had seen the room again, it was once again emptied, and the third child started thinking about what she would fill the room with. The first day passed, and it seemed as if she had not yet decided. The second day, too, she did not say anything or do anything. The weeks went by, and the 30th day came, and still the room was empty. Toward the end of the day, the youngest child appeared with a small box. She went into the room and closed the door behind her. Then the king arrived to again inspect the room. He opened the door, and there was his youngest daughter holding a lit candle in her hand. She had filled the room with light. The king said, my child, you are the wisest of all. You will be the next ruler of this country. Each of us is constantly trying to determine how to fill not just one room, but our entire lives to their greatest potential. It is a lifelong endeavor to navigate how to be our best selves, especially in such a fast-moving and chaotic world. We strive every day to make good choices and be true to our values, 
staying grounded and authentic. One of my favorite Jewish concepts is that in the very beginning when God was fashioning the universe, God created humans in God's image. That means that each of us contains a spark of the divine, a unique holy light. This light connects us with God and it helps to reflect holiness into the world. But it's not always easy to let our inner light shine. Sometimes we may feel scared or uncertain about sharing our light with the world. We may worry about what others will think or say. But we must remember that the light of God that makes us who we are is stronger than any fear or doubt that we might have. Our challenge is to figure out how to let our inner candles shine bright in order to successfully fill our lives with meaning and fulfillment. How can we be like that king's third child and illuminate the world with our divine light? As I contemplated the idea of living a meaningful and fulfilling life by shining our light into the world, I was drawn to one of the texts that we heard earlier, Matthew chapter 5. The first few verses contain part of that famous Sermon on the Mount. These thoughts are a beautiful reminder that money, fame, and power are not ways to fill the world with our light. Jesus reminds his listeners that the poor, the meek, the hungry, those who are driven by mercy and peace are the inheritors of our world and the ones who are able to best connect with God. We might be tempted by material goods, filling our rooms with rocks or feathers because they seem like the right approach or what everyone else is doing. Yet blessing comes to those who live a life of humility and authenticity, a life composed of good intentions, a life directed toward making the world a better place. And Matthew continues chapter 5 with a beautiful sentiment that we heard earlier about being our best selves. You are the light of the world. A city on a hill cannot be hidden, neither do people light a lamp and put it under a basket. Instead, they put it on its stand, and it gives light to everyone in the house. In the same way, yet your, let your light shine before men, that they may see your good deeds and praise your God in heaven. As Matthew states, lights are meant to be seen. Hiding ourselves because of self-doubt or fear or shame conceals our authentic selves and limits the ways that we can interact with loved ones and with our communities. In the moments when we feel that we are not capable or have nothing to contribute, let us remember that each of us is the light of the world. Being made in the image of God means that each of us has unique talents and gifts. Each of us has a unique perspective and a unique voice. Our gifts and perspectives are valuable and important. It takes courage to feel this way. Our shared religious texts and values can be sources of strength that prompt us to rely on who we are and assure us that we are enough. The prophet Micah too, as we heard, picks up on these themes. Micah reminds us that a meaningful life is not one filled with power or material goods, but a life where we shine our lights by being our authentic selves and living with pure intentions. God has told us what is good, says Micah, and what God wants of us, and it is simple. 
do justly, love kindness, and walk humbly with your God. The temple's Hebrew name, Ahavat Chesed, is taken directly from this verse. Ahavat Chesed means lovers of kindness or lovers of mercy. It is our task to build a world of understanding and kindness so that we can follow God's instructions and manifest our inner sparks. Ancient Jewish sages interpreted Micah's threefold instructions to teach us that there is a threefold process that we should undertake to achieve our ideal states, fulfill our duties to ourselves, fulfill our duties towards others, and fulfill our duties towards God. When we shine our inner lights, we fulfill our duties towards ourselves. When we care about our communities and our world and take action to leave them better than we found them, we fulfill our duties towards others. And when we come together, finding what unites us as we are doing this weekend, we fulfill our duties towards God. Rather than keeping our lights on separate hills, gathering as communities of faith, getting to know one another and learn from each other is an important way to combine all of our lights, in turn helping our world to shine brighter. I think that when we live lives of humility, caring, and holiness, we actually fulfill our duties to ourselves, to others, and to God all at the same time. When we have the confidence to be ourselves and use that confidence to contribute, we shine our inner lights brightly, activating those sparks of the divine that each of us holds within. When we live lives acting justly, loving kindness, and walking humbly, we are truly able to model holiness and see holiness in others. This is how we can live like that third child, filling the open spaces in front of us with one spark, one flame, our light from within. Though this world can be very overwhelming, God wants us to be ourselves, to not hide our lights, but to display them as we fulfill our duties on multiple levels. As we celebrate the power of community this weekend, may we remember that it is our capabilities as individuals and the ways that we fill the potential of our lives with meaning that define us and make our congregation strong. Do not let your inner light be dimmed by fear or self-doubt. Believe in yourself. Believe in your ability to make a difference and believe in the power of your unique talents and gifts. When you live humbly and authentically, you never know who you might inspire or what kind of impact you might have. Let us strive to do justice, love kindness, and walk humbly with our God. And as we do this, let us let our inner light shine bright. In this way, we fulfill the purpose of our creation and shine our divine lights proudly as they connect with the lights of others and illuminate those around us. Together, we can make the world a better place, one spark at a time. <laughs>